All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. Uh, if you don't know who I am, if you just kind of stumbled on this broadcast or you're listening to the podcast, this lady, uh, I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show and I'm the owner in Austin LLC, a business formation firm. What that means, help people like yourself get your business paperwork together. So things like registering your business with the state, getting your EIN numbers, your DUNS numbers, making sure you have contracts, basic brand protection strategies, um, hiring employees properly. I help you get all of those things accomplished. <laughs> Good. I help you get all of those things accomplished. Um, and if you're wondering why I'm qualified to help you get all of those things accomplished, uh, I'm a business attorney, have been one for 14 years counting. I have started multiple businesses for myself, others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I am very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas like my girl Renee here. She wants, you know, to get into the dispatching business, I, you know, put her onto the trucking guru she found and she's about to go binge watch i see you girl all right um but yes but y'all have amazing business ideas and if you're going to be successful in business there are just some things that you need to know so that is why i am here okay if you would like to get in contact with me to see how we can get your dream business off the ground i want you to do something for me i want you to go to linktree forward slash npl consulting firm that is the only link in my bio on instagram and it is all over my page on facebook that is where you're going to be able to get in contact with me in many different ways you can book a free 15 minute consultation if you are a first-time client if you're not a first-time client and you still need to talk to me I have my talk to me Tuesday specials where you can get a 25-minute session for $25 you can also download the free biz launch cheat sheet that is a prep sheet to get your dream business started in seven days or less and on top of that if you are ready to jump past you know the initial steps and really get your foot into entrepreneurship you can pick up business startup basics this is my crash course in entrepreneurship it's four videos and three ebooks that gives you all of those steps that you need to have ready to hit these business streets running all right and all that is available at linktree forward slash npl consulting firm i also want to let you ladies know that i'm going to be speaking at a virtual conference on june 26th and 27th it is absolutely free to attend all you have to do is register and you can also register using the link in my bio linktree forward slash npl consulting firm hello and to be natural all right so now that i have shielded my wares uh, let's talk about the show. For those who may be new, the way that the show works is I pull stories from the news, from gossip sites, from blog sites, and I pull the ones that have lessons that we can learn as business owners, as you know, entrepreneurs, and we discuss them. So this is a time for you to ask questions. This is a place for you to give your commentary. As long as you are respectful, no question is off limits, okay? This is a place of learning. This is a place of welcoming. So don't be shy about participating in the conversation, all right? Um, <clears throat> Yes. So, if uh so I think we are ready to get started now and I'm very excited about tonight's stories. They are very juicy and very relevant to today. So let's get started, all right? So I asked during the pre-show, um, I asked Brandon uh, if he liked podcasts, and Renee, you said your husband likes podcasts too. Um, well, I don't think that uh, you, uh, Renee's husband or Brandon listened to this particular podcast, 
But if you are a person who is involved in podcasting and you're making money from your podcast, like real, real money, awesome. Like real money, um, you're going to want to listen. So there is this uh, podcast called Call Her Daddy. Um, and it is a raunchy podcast that is about sex and dating and life in New York City. And they have a lot of followers now. Um, now, after their first, I think, after they were doing episodes for maybe about two months, they were signed to a podcast network called Barstool Sports, okay? Um, and once they got with Barstool Sports, they went from about 12,000 listens to 2 million in about two months. Um, and you, and if you guys understand how podcasts work, the more people listen to your podcast, the more money you get. So my podcast, I have my podcast, you know, whenever somebody listens to my podcast, I get a penny, right? If I get enough listens, I make a dollar. And if I get enough more listens, I, I can make $10. So uh, that's why people want, you know, people to listen to their podcast so they can make money off of the advertisements, right? So the two ladies from the Call Her Daddy podcast, their names are Sophia Franklin and Alexandra Cooper. You know, their podcast, they get signed to a network, network increases their, their visibility and, you know, and they start growing. Not only does the podcast grow, but the popularity of the two hosts grow. Sophia and Alexandra have about 2 million followers apiece between them. So about 4 million together, but 2 million on their own. Okay. Um, now as their star has risen, as this podcast has gotten more popular, Sophia and Alexandra, you know, they're seeing that there are more opportunities out there and they're, you know, trying to get their podcast to another network, um, you know, maybe get it on Spotify and, or they're looking into book deals, right? Here's the problem. Sophia and Alexandra don't own the trademark to the podcast name Call Her Daddy. So if they leave the Barstool uh, Sports Podcast Network, they would totally have to change the name of their podcast. Not only the name of their podcast, they have developed, you know, certain phrases that are inherent to the show, and Barstool Sports has either already trademarked those phrases or is in the process of trademarking it. So along with the name of the show, Call Her Daddy, they also have a hashtag called Daddy Gang. They have a hashtag called Free the Fathers, another one called Cancel Suit Man, and one called Wednesdays are for Call Her Daddy. And all of these hashtags, these catchphrases that these ladies have developed over the show, their network either owns or is filing to own the trademarks to these phrases. This is why it's important to uh, to secure your brand protection early, your, to, to protect your intellectual property early. Yes, these ladies got snatched up real quick within a couple of episodes of their podcast. They got signed and they probably didn't even know how big the podcast was going to get. But look at them now. They've got two million followers apiece. They have endorsement deals. They've got, you know, book deals coming left and right and their stars are rising. But how are they going to be, uh, be able to accomplish these things if they cannot use the name of the program that gave them this platform? This is why it's important to protect your brand. Because I don't know who Sophia Franklin and Alexandra Cooper are, right? But, you know, 
I may know the name of that podcast Call Her Daddy. Now, according to the poll that I did um, in my stories earlier today, most of you do not listen to this podcast. I think it was like less than 15% of you who answered, who said that they listened to it. But those of you who are who have podcasts or are considering getting podcasts right now, you really want to think about brand protection early because you know what if you get snatched up by a network or you know a network high Alcia Bakes, you know, a network says, hey, you know, we really like your show and we want you to join our podcast network. And then they start filing trademarks and they own the trademark to the name of your show, right? And then if you want to go somewhere else, yeah, you can go somewhere else, but you can't take the name of your show with you. Not only that, Sophia and Alexandra, we don't know if they signed non-compete clauses because uh, there may have been something in their contract that said, well, you know, you can't, maybe you can't do another podcast for one year after you leave us, or maybe you can't join another network for, you know, a year after you leave us. We don't know what their contract particulars are, so that's another issue, but what really concerns me here is the fact that these ladies never had an opportunity to protect the intellectual property of their creation. They created this podcast. Yes, Barstool Sports definitely, you know, launched them into the stratosphere and deserves, you know, their cut. They took them from 12,000 listens to 2 million listens. However, what keeps people coming back is not the Barstool Sports. It is the ladies in the podcast. It is the content that they create. And frankly, they don't own the content that they create in terms of the names because the network has already trademarked it. So this is why I stress... Um, this is why I stress you, you know, protecting your intellectual property early. That Brendan guy said, so be careful naming it after yourself. Yes, especially if your podcast, what if the podcast was called Sophia and Alexandra and they can't go and use Sophia and Alexandra anywhere else, you know? So, um, my question for you guys here, we know that the girls should, you know, should have been thinking about protecting intellectual property in the beginning, but it was in the early stages, but do we think that Barstool Sports is doing too much here? Because bar, because they're kind of at odds right now. Barstool Sports, they want the girls to come back. They have made an offer to one of them. Um, but Barstool Sports is not giving up these trademarks, right? So... Who do we think that the girl that the girls are just kind of being brats and trying to find somewhere else, or do we think that Barstool Sports was you taking advantage of two people who didn't know any better? What do you guys think about this? Because Barstool Sports picked them up after about one, maybe two episodes, right? So usually in the very very beginnings of things, most people who start podcasts, we don't know if they thought of this as a money making you know venture, but it ended up being one. And even in that, the course of that, they never thought about intellectual property. <clears throat> so, who do we think? What do we think about everyone's behavior here? Now, the girls, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut them a little slack. They're in their you know mid twenties. They're probably not thinking about trademarks, so I'm not gonna ding them for for you know not trademarking you know as soon as they started the podcast. But in terms of them trying to move to another network, do you think that that is a good idea? Or do you think that they should stick with Barstool Sports? Because look where Barstool Sports took them. Let me know what you think. Sincere39, do you like uh, do you like podcasts? 
Uh, Renee Plans said Barstool is seeing a cash cow. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the thing is, Barstool Sports invested in that cash cow. When you get picked up by the podcast network, you know, you get to use their studio. You get to use their equipment. You, you know, they're probably going to have an agent who's going to book you. Um, Sincere39. So we have a story here today of uh, these two women who started a podcast. They got signed to a podcast network early. Um, and the podcast network trademarked all their their podcast name and all of the hashtags associated with the podcast. And now the girls are trying to move to another network. But if they do, they're not going to be able to take their podcast name with them. So I was telling everybody that this is a prime example of why it's important to protect your intellectual property early. So just, you know, word to the wise guys. If you're out here putting great content out there in the world, you're going to want to think about protecting it. Okay. All right. So let's move on to our next story because we actually have a lot to cover tonight. Um, As you can see, the uh, title of tonight's show is called You Can Have Alimony But Not My Business Name, okay? And this has to do, uh, this is a twofold thing. This is about licensing and this is about the importance of contracts. Whenever I have couples who come to me and tell me that they want to start a business together, I always stress that you should have a partnership agreement. Because y'all are in love today, but you don't know what's going to happen one, two, three years, three months down the road. We have people who are filing for divorce one week into quarantine, right? So if you are going into business with your significant other, be they your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your husband, your wife, your life partner. Oh, awesome. I'm glad, Renee. Whatever, whatever they, you know, however you refer to that significant other in your life. You need a partnership agreement. I had a client of mine who ran an entire business, an entire store with their significant other. They were together for, together for three years. You know, there was trust there. Relationship went sour. My client got locked out of all of the company accounts. Their name was not on any of the paperwork. So they had no access to their business and they had to go and sue to get access to their business again. So this is why I say you need to put it on paper. I don't care if it's your mother, your father, your husband, your priest. I don't care who it is. Put it on paper. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Business thoughts, right? So there's this couple, Randy's wife and Linda Smith. They were married for a long time, right? And during their marriage, they co-owned a, uh, a lawn maintenance company. So, you know, the people who mow your lawn, do the shrubs, all this, they, as a married couple, they own this business together, right? But, uh, you know, as things happen, they got divorced. <laughs> they got divorced. Um, and in the divorce settlement, uh, Randy, the husband, he got, you know, he got at, to keep the business. So he, you know, the business was his to keep, but he gave his ex-wife a license to start her own lawn maintenance business. And she could use, you know, the the name of his business, you know, for a certain amount of time. So the name of the company was called Lawn Managers. So Randy, he said, look, Linda, we ain't married no more. I don't really like you like that. But, you know, I want you to be out there making your money so you can go start your own lawn maintenance business. And you can use our company name, Lawn Managers, but you can only use it for a specified amount of time. So he gave her a license to use the trademark business name. Linda said, Cool, I'm going to take that. But when the license ran out, Linda kept using the name. So Randy has filed 
a trademark infringement suit against his ex-wife <laughs> because she continues to use the name of the business that they co-owned together while they were married. She is violating the license agreement because the license agreement is null and void, all right? So, two lessons that we have from this from this story. One, make sure you and your significant other have a partnership contract so you understand what's happening. Both of your names should be on the paperwork. You guys should have equal access to everything. Love is great, but putting it on paper is better. I don't care if you've been married for 20 years, 15 years, 40 years. Have a partnership agreement, okay? And if you do get divorced and you have a license agreement, don't violate it so your ex doesn't have to take you to court and waste your time because you divorced them for a reason because you didn't want to see them. Why violate the license agreement? You got to go see this person you don't even like anymore. All right. Okay. So we good on that. We're going to have partnership agreements with our significant others. If uh, Give me a thumbs up. I want to make sure that we all understand that lesson. If you're going to go into business with someone that you are romantically involved with, I want y'all to promise me that you will have a partnership agreement. Give me them thumbs up before we move on to the next story. And I tell y'all how my heart was broken. Heartbroken. Come on. I need to see some some thumbs up because y'all are gonna be out here crying. Thank you, that Brandon guy, because your significant other went ran off with the <laughs> with the company funds and you can't get it. <laughs> Renee Plan said, "I just met you yesterday and I'm loving this session. Oh, I'm so glad. Yeah, you are always welcome back, my dear. Um, <clears throat> all right, thank you for the thumbs up, everybody. Okay, so." Next story, that, oh, before we move on to the next story, I want to remind you that you are watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. I am a business formation attorney. If you have a dream business that is in your head and you want to get it in this world, go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and get yourself a free 15 minute consultation, okay? Anzanubu, okay, Renee, all right. Okay, yes, go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. Book your free 15-minute consult. Get with your girl. I know what I'm doing, okay? All right. Next story that we are talking about. Ladies, 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 if you like Idris Elba, if you know who Idris Elba is, if you think he's a fine chocolate man, give me an IE in the... Actually, no. Give me the I emojis in the comments. You know them side I emojis? If you think Idris, if you know who Idris Elba is and you think he's a good-looking man, give me the side I emoji. The side I... <laughs> Okay, why you do that? Oh, and oh yes, and they run with a new, oh, yeah, they, yes, taking all your money and running with a new boot. No, thank you. All right, but we're moving on. We have left, we have left the old and we are moving on to the, to better. If you know who Idris Elba is and you, yes, thank you for the side eyes Renee plans, Renee plans, okay? I think Idris Elba is a very handsome man. Unfortunately, he broke my heart and married that lady whose name I don't know and I refuse to and I refuse to learn, but whatever, you know. I will wait for you, Idris. <laughs> I am just kidding. Anyway, we know that Idris Elba, he married his longtime girlfriend uh, a couple of years ago, you know, and they're going strong. They seem to have a really great relationship, so much so that they have gone into business together. Um, Idris Elba has trademarked his name for a line of health and beauty items with his wife. Um, if you didn't know, Idris has a lifestyle brand called Sable Labs. 
Uh, he also has a podcast called Coupledom. And so him and his wife, thank you, Violet Owl Creations, <laughs> with the chocolate bar too. You know, they're doing a lot of business together and they are now venturing out into the health and beauty products. How many of y'all would put an Idris Elba, Elba body product all over your body? If you knew, if Idris Elba's name was on a body product, like, you know, a lotion or some type of, you know, skincare, whatever, um, you know, a, a body rub, body oil, whatever. If Idris Elba's name was on it, how many of y'all would get it? Would you put it all over your body? <laughs> if you would, give me a one. If you would not, give me a two. All right? Uh, yes. So, not so sure. Okay, Sincere, I, I understand. Maybe Idris Elba ain't your style. That's cool. And that's fine. Um, that's all right. Thank you, Alicia Wood. Alicia Wood. <laughs> that's right, Alicia. High five. Okay? So, Idris Elba has lent his name to this line of health and beauty products. But I want you to see the power of putting a name behind something, right? Um, no, well, it's coming out, Renee. It's not out yet. They have just filed the trademarks in the UK, not in the United States, because they live over in the UK. Thank you, Violet. Look, all the ladies will put an Idris Elba body, uh, 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 Idris Elba product all over their body, okay? <laughs> but yes. So this is the power of putting an, you know, a well-known name on something. Look at the, you know, the, the women here, cause we love Idris. We know that he looked good, you know, because he would put, he puts his name on something that lends clout to his products. That makes us more likely to check it out. And him and his wife, they bring it in that bag. She said, yes, y'all can lust after my husband, but I know that you still gonna buy our stuff with his name on it and he gonna bring that money home to me. <laughs> okay, so this is this is um, a story about the power of branding. Idris Elba, he reaches across a lot of spectrums and he has a lot of people who like his work. So he can do things like this and venture out into products that you wouldn't necessarily think that he has. We know that he, you know, he does music. Apparently he's a DJ, but I didn't know that he was getting into the health and beauty, um, into the health and beauty uh, industry. But now that I know... I'm going to be checking for those things and seeing what they come out with because hopefully it's something good, right? Hi, All About Wisdom 365. But, you know, I want to wish good luck to Idris and his wife, whose name I will not learn. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we, we wish them well with uh, their Idris Elba body products. I have been wonderful. Thank you. All right, so now we are, we got two more stories, and I'm kind of, I want to get through these stories because it's Thursday, and I don't want to hold these over till Monday, okay? So we got two more stories. Our next story, this, it has been a while since I have heard anything about the Kardashians, and frankly, I was glad for the break, but we have a story about a Kardashian Jenner today, Okay. Um, how many of you guys saw the documentaries for Firefest, the one on Netflix and the one on Hulu? If any of you saw the documentary for Firefest, give me the fire emoji. For those of you who did not and you don't know what Firefest is, Firefest was supposed to be this like, you know, amazing concert with all these acts um, that was organized with Ja Rule and some guy named Billy McFarlane. Thank you, Sincere39. But it ended up being a big hoax. All of these rich people were stuck on an island with no food, no running water. It was a mess. So much so that they did a documentary on it. <clears throat> it was supposed to be this big thing and they had influencers, you know, 
promoting it, including Kendall Jenner. Kendall Jenner was paid $250,000 to tell people that she, you know, to promote this fire festival, right? What she didn't tell people was that she wasn't going to be there, right? And a lot of the uh, influencers who were paid to promote Firefest, they have been sued for false advertisement because when you are paid by a brand to promote their product, especially on social media, you are supposed to disclose that you are, that this is an ad, that you are being paid to do this. And Kendall Jenner did not do that. Thank you, Violet Owl, for the, for the um, fire emojis, right? So Kendall Jenner, um, <coughs> has been sued uh, along with other influencers and Kendall she's like look I'm tired of hearing about this fire fest thing I want this thing to go away so Kendall Jenner is going to fork over $90,000 just to make this thing go away $90,000 okay now granted she did she did get paid $250,000 but why I bring this story up is that lending your name out to a product, a brand, a service, that is a big thing, especially if people trust you. If you are an influencer, that means you have a following. People trust what you say. They're going to think that whatever you promote, that is, you know, that's the place to be or the thing to buy or, you know, the service to get. So if you are an influencer, especially one with a following like Kendall Jenner, and you're telling people, hey, I'm going to be at Firefest, and you don't show up and Firefest ends up being a fraud and you didn't tell people that you were paid to say that you're going to Firefest, that puts you in a bit of liability because you have a responsibility as an influencer. So because of this, Kendall Jenner has to fork over $90,000 to, um, to settle her, uh, her um, <clears throat> excuse me, false advertisement lawsuit having to do with this fire fest. So the moral of this story is be careful where you put your name. And if you are going to be advertising for a company, you, especially on social media, you need to let people know. Because if you're an influencer and people, people, they trust your judgment. All right. So I know a lot of you out here, your followings are going to get big. Your followings might be big now. Since either and I said, that's like 90 cents to her. Either way, look, and may, you know, and maybe I come from the other side of money, but either whether I'm rich, whether I have millions of dollars or not, I don't want to give you money because of something to, to, to say that I did something wrong. She's basically saying, yeah, my bad. I'm sorry. Can you please leave me alone? This is hush money. $90,000. I'd rather keep that $90,000. And buy me a condo or something or whatever. What what does ninety thousand dollars? I don't know. Anyway, she could have kept that ninety thousand dollars and bought herself a dress or something. Now she got to pay it to some stranger. It might be ninety cents to her, but that not that might not be ninety cents to the next influencer who promotes a product or a service or an event and gets sued for liability because they didn't disclose that it was an ad. It might be ninety cents to Kendall Jenner, but it might not be ninety cents to the influencer who's just making rent, right? Okay, and the last story that we are talking about um, has to do about my Instagram boutiques. I know a lot of y'all have Instagram boutiques, and you know, uh, particularly swimwear. There is one uh, um, swimwear boutique that I enjoy going on their website and seeing um, the stuff that they have. Hydra Ball shirt, 
There is um, an Instagram store called, well, they have a website too, called Icon Swim. If you have heard of Icon Swim, give me a swimsuit emoji. Icon Swim, okay? Um, Icon Swim, obviously they sell swimsuits <laughs> for all seasons. You know, they're, they're lovely styles um, and they are very popular. They have a lot of, oh, Renee Plan said, why do I feel like I'm going to be successful and rich just by listening to you? That really makes me feel good. Thank you. Um, but yes, so Icon Swim, they have, you know, a, a really great online presence. They have millions of followers. I love going on their website. I haven't bought anything because have you seen outside? Like it's, it's, it's not even warm. It's cold. I would really like to be at a pool at some point this summer, please God. Um, <laughs> but you know, we don't know, we don't know what's going to happen. Anyway, Icon Swim, they sell swimsuits, you know, and Lord willing, if they let us outside, I'm going to order me an Icon Swim swimsuit and go to the pool when it's safe, when it's safe, when it's safe. Okay. But, um, today I was on their page and there is a company like, we know this happens all the time. People will make fake Instagram pages for businesses and try and scam you. But not only is there another, you know, a scam company out here trying to, you know, well, not trying to, but is pretending to be Icon Swim. They even show up in the ads when you do a Google search for Icon Swim. They're like the first ones, right? So me being the nosy nerd that I am, I was like, well, maybe Icon Swim can, can file, you know, file a trademark infringement suit against this sham company. But when I did my search on the USPTO website, ladies and gentlemen, if you ever want to know if something is trademarked, hi, baby jazz, go to the USPTO website. They have something called the TESS database search, T-E-S-S, -S, and you can find out if something is trademarked. So I went to the test database and I put in Icon Swim and there is no trademark available for Icon Swim. So this store, this swim, this swim online store that has millions of followers, if not thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of customers has not protected their intellectual property, right? Yes, test Brandon. This company that probably makes millions of dollars off their products has not protected their intellectual property. They don't have a trademark. So how are they going to go after this company that is pretending to be them on the internet? What do you think their options are? What do you think? Because they don't have a trademark. What are their other options? We've, we've, we've been doing this show for a while, so I feel like y'all can come up with at least one alternative that Icon Swim might have to go after this fake I, this fake swim store that is using their logo that took their pictures and basically created an identical website. So y'all who like to buy your bathing suits online, make sure you go to IconSwim.com, not IconSwim.us, okay? But um, yes, so what do you, if they don't have a trademark, what other kind of, uh, of, Legal filing could Icon Swim bring against this fake store? I'm gonna give y'all like 10 more seconds to come up with an option, okay? We're gonna count down 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. Okay, so when I was thinking about it, I said the next thing, if they don't have a trademark, Maybe somebody copyrighted their logo because they do have a very distinctive logo. If you cannot name, um, 
kind of. Uh, I'm, I'm talking about the type of protection. So they don't have a trademark. So their next best bet, in my opinion, in my opinion, is if they have a copyright. So they do have a very distinctive logo. It may not be protected as a trademark, but maybe someone drew it up and maybe they have the forethought to file that drawing with the copyright office. Yes, Shonda Bass. Yes, copyright. All right. So, but we don't know if they have that. So I just saw this on their Instagram page today. I'm going to keep an eye on it and see what happens with Icon Swim. But this is why it's important to protect your intellectual property. Because Icon Swim, they can't go and file a trademark infringement suit right now because they don't have a trademark. And they make a lot of money. Yes, you were, Shonda. That's right. You've been listening. Thank you. Um, but yes. A company as as popular as Icon Swim is not out here protecting their intellectual property, and I don't fault them. Like I said, the barrier to entry to business is very low now. So you have a lot of people who have great business ideas but don't know what it really takes to run a business and just out here making money, not knowing you know that somebody's out here checking for them. I don't care how small you are. I don't care how big you are. You need to protect your intellectual property. A lot of you out here have amazing ideas. And if you're not careful, you're going to get it stolen by a larger company with more money than you that can tie you up in litigation. So save yourself the money, save yourself the time, save yourself the heartache, and make sure that you protect your intellectual property. That means copyrights. That means trademarks. That means patents. And if you need help with any of those, that is something that I can help you with. Make sure you book your free 15-minute consultation. Go to linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm. All right? So we done. Okay? With three minutes over, but that's okay. I'm going to do a couple minutes Q&A. Um, give y'all some time. We, we covered a lot of stories today. We talked about the podcast and, you know, them not trademarking their podcast name. And now if they leave, they can't take their podcast name. We talked about the, the divorce couple that was having issues because the ex-wife kept using the business name after her license was over. We had Idris Elba out here just, you know, stabbing me in the heart, opening businesses with his wife. <laughs> We had Kendall Jenner paying people not high Smith legal solutions. Kendall Jenner paying $90,000 so people will stop bothering her about Firefest. And we got Icon Swim out here trying to defend their honor in these internet streets. Ladies just uh, and gentlemen, just because Corona is around doesn't mean that intellectual property is dead. In fact, it is more alive than ever. It is very important for you to protect your intellectual property because people are out here stealing. All right. I want you, um, we got Smith Legal Solutions in here. She's a trademark attorney. Go check her out as well. Because what I do, I don't do what she does. She does all that magic for you. What I do is I help you understand the process, okay? Um, but, uh, but yes, uh, those are the stories that I had for you today. If you have any questions about the stories that I had, let me know. Um, we can talk about them. We got, I'll give y'all like two more minutes. We're going to be back here on, uh, on Monday with more stories. Uh, as many as I can find over the weekend. I'm going to do my best. Also, Monday is my dad's birthday, so y'all got to be here so y'all can be here to wish him a happy birthday, okay? Um, my birthday is on Tuesday. I don't know if I'm going to be broadcasting on my birthday. Um, 
you know, just give myself a free day, but we will see what happens, how I feel on my birthday, okay, but, um, thank you guys, as always, for participating, thank you guys, as always, for, you know, for just being here, your energy, I really appreciate it, I love that I can help you guys, you know, understand the different aspects of business that you need to understand, Renee just made me so happy, yes, I am, Renee, um, Renee, all of my lives, I keep them up on Facebook permanently, and now because, uh, you got to tell me, <laughs> okay, well, maybe I'll pop up for a little bit on Tuesday. Um, also, because of the the way that Instagram has changed now, you store your, um, they store your videos on Instagram, so you can watch the videos on Instagram. But I also have a YouTube channel where you can find literally every broadcast I have ever done. There are over, there are over a hundred broadcasts on my YouTube channel, you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, if you go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, you know, subscribe to the YouTube channel, you can watch everything I've ever done from the beginning, when the lighting was bad, (laughs) everything, okay, but um, that is what I'm going to leave y'all with, have a wonderful weekend, have a safe Memorial Day weekend, please stay inside, or at least stay away from people, I know if it's nice where you are, you're going to want to be outside, but at least just social distance, keep six feet between you, we can't keep you inside, but you can at least leave some space, okay, um, take care of yourselves, and I will see y'all on Monday, okay, bye-bye.